earlier, we were talking about uh, rap and maybe your familiarity with rap. And I get it. Not every it's not everybody knows every genre. And especially when you get into the olds, old people don't know a whole bunch of stuff. At Christmas, mm-hmm. at my in-laws, my sister-in-law found some cheap trivia card game at like Five Below. And it's like, oh, let's play this. It was about decades, you know. So, oh, this will work between the olds and the youngs. The 80s, 90s, aughts, and 10s. And you would pick the decade and then they would ask you a question and some were slam dunks some were really difficult some and we had we had teams because there were enough of us and uh uh i was with my wife's grandmother she punt she uh deferred to me most of the time as she's 96 years old uh and uh my mother and father-in-law were on a team now when it's a question about uh who was who won the most uh major tennis tournaments in 1986 he knows that answer but then there's other times when it's a gimme and they don't know it there was so there's a rap question and that's where i'm going with this and it's like already as soon as they say this rap artist and you go they both like they're crestfallen because neither of them know shit about rap (laughs) right this brand of barca lounger they kind of perk up (laughs) yeah (laughs) these yeah so this one was something like it was it was a pretty much a gimme i thought because it's like uh, this rapper, uh, also coaches a youth football team called like the junior dogs or something like this. It was something that was pretty obvious. It's like, okay, everybody knows that rapper. Nope. Time's running out. We got a two, you know, a minute timer's going on. It's down to the wire. And my mother-in-law just goes, Dr. J. <laughs> mm, almost. So close. So close. Not. A rapper. Not even a rapper, Sue. That would be a basketball player from <laughs> play for the 76ers. Would you guys give me uh, just one minute? I need to write Dr. J not, did not, not rap. a rapper. Oh. <laughs> there, is not a, there is a Venn diagram <laughs> overlap of people who don't really know who Dr. J is, who think he might be a rapper. Because exactly. Corey right. doesn't know basketball <laughs> and is thinking, eh, let's see. He sounds like a rapper mm-hmm. or a doctor. <laughs> I was about to say, starting to think he may not be a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Corey doesn't know why the actor Michael B. Jordan puts a B in there. <laughs> like, why does he just go by Michael Jordan? <laughs> does this go by Michael Jordan? <laughs> to distinguish from his basketball career? <laughs> uh, yeah, you were thinking of Ice J. <laughs> Ice J. <laughs> Welcome, members of Little Captain Travis. That's our name for you, the listening audience. And a special welcome to members of our super-secret Double Diamond fan club, the Hoggies. Four members of our super-secret Double Diamond fan club, set your decoder futures to bright, because you're either in a well-lit hovering office, or you're being irradiated by the light of a nearby star as you mine asteroids for oil. Because this week, we're talking about <laughs> future jobs. Uh, there's uh, a... Go ahead, Matt. I'm my money's on the oil uh, asteroid. Just, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. For taking bets, a lot of uh, asteroids up there. Some of them have to have oil. Most of them, is, as far as my logic goes, it stands to reason at least all of them would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, when they're not look when they're not looking, you can run away and join the Jawas. That seems like a pretty sweet gig. <laughs> Got that <laughs> sweet hood. You get electrocute robots. 
I say OOTD to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. As we're talking future jobs today on the Free Legal Advice Podcast, that sentence makes perfect sense. Um, there's a phrase, I have a daughter, she's in high school, and there's a phrase that is core to her academic experience right now of your job in the future hasn't been invented yet. Now this is a, this is a phrase which is starting to uh, be a little irksome, a little annoying. Where we're going, we don't need nurses or doctors. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> No, just you. No, the yes. other people will be nurses and doctors, but not you. No, not you. No, not you. Uh, just for you. Just you. <laughs> now, I mean, on one hand, I get it. But on the other hand, the annoying thing about this is specifically this most recent like uh, event that someone had to sit through. The speaker gave the example of, you know, like you're, you're, the job of the future hasn't been, your job hasn't been invented yet. Imagine an air traffic controller talking to Christopher Columbus. And it's like... Yes, how dare a sailor... What would a sailor think about someone who guides them into a safe harbor? <laughs> mm. Unheard of. Your example is a terrible one. We bring Both vessels are, into... <laughs> yeah. Mm. What would a navigator want to know about a marine pilot, a harbor pilot? Like Flag uh, signals? What is this? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, on some level, they're just like, you know, you know what, you know what didn't exist in Da Vinci's time? Digital sculptors. Like, yes, it's... But I do like the, uh, the what ifs of it, though. Imagine them talking, and Columbus gets to ask the air traffic controller. So uh, you guided them down, yes, yeah, and then uh, you enslave all of the people that you find when you get to the airport, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. we don't enslave them. Wait, what? You blow on my yeah, mind, yeah, well, you guys. No, 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 no. future. Yeah. You're you're Indian, right? No, I'm Italian, <laughs> just like you. No, you're Indian. You must be Indian. I think everyone yeah. is an Indian. So My wait, old mother so, was an Indian. So, okay, you get in the plane. The plane's supposed to go to Los Angeles, right? Yeah, but it goes to Denver. Do you call them Los Angeles then, right? You just call them... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. No, that would be a terrible mistake. Yeah, so name a city after me. <laughs> so, like I said, on, on one level, there is the, you know... Uh, come on now, we've always had artists and thinkers and teachers and healers like you know you 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 can you don't have to squint too hard to uh to fit some of those future jobs into uh those past roles but um on the other hand uh like the thought of like your job like the job of the future hasn't been invented yet like this is this is actually kind of hopeful to like um mostly the weird kids like uh if you told uh, like regular crazies that there was a thing about po like podcasts were a thing and you could make money at it like us um or, like, the kid who glued, like, guns to all of his G.I. Joes. Like, if you told him, like, he could grow up and work at Boston Dynamics and glue guns to dogs. Um, <laughs> what about the kid who, who glued guns to dogs when we were yeah. kids? I mean, yeah. even well, more direct. Or think about it. Think about telling a whore that there's good money to be made in selling underwear she hasn't washed. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> all right. So, I, I, the weirdos, the misfits... And the completely hopeless, because all the niche jobs and like huge bureaucracies that it's like, you're going to be a thing that you won't know how to introduce yourself to a party process champion. Uh, like, I don't know. <laughs> I just floated around in a corporation long enough. Now I have a job title that I don't know how to describe. I take some data and I, I put it in another place. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Heads up, like, is... As weird as I tried to come up with, I did not rent, end up coming up with process champion, and I really wish I had. Mm. Um, I may I may throw that in there just for fun, but um, I think the the point of like the the scope of this is uh, 
jobs are all made up bullshit. And at different times, if you do it with enough swagger, you can get paid for doing anything. Mm. Um, and this so, is true. So we've, true. we've got a, like, so a time will come when, you know, pro wrestling congressional aides will be a thing again. Um, oh, congressional aides, we get to give them all aides? Fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> do we get to, like, fuck them, or we're just going to, like, stick them with needles? No, or? we're just... It's, it's going to be solved with one pamphlet. Visit sunny Zimbabwe. Congressional <laughs> aids. Sunny, so, and don't ask about any other attributes. Yeah. <laughs> Just the one. They got that uh, They got that aids over there, Grant? Is that what's going on over what? there? What? Is that? No, got sunny that Zimbabwe. <laughs> You'll have an unprotected, relaxing, good time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, Matt, I, I can't hear you over the sound of ignoring condoms. Um, don't, try and, don't try and bring any latex through customs. They're, they're not going to like mm, it. Just that, you know. No. Yep. Good news. In, of in the southern hemisphere, you don't need a condom. Yeah, that's it. Maybe that's it. I don't know. That's how it works. Because no, in, in, in the southern hemisphere, AIDS goes the other way around. So it's it's yeah, right, fine. Yeah. Yep. You can't Condoms get anyone pregnant. You. Oh, AIDS, <laughs> I wore a swim cap. That's what you focus on. No, literally a swim cap. Now, I'm not being euphemistic. I protect the top uh, down there. That's how it happens. <laughs> yeah. Upside down, you, know, all the you only got to wear fucking? the bottom of the condom mm-hmm. down there because it's a southern heaven. So you don't put it on. You don't put a hat on top. You just put a little waistcoat around wow. the base and get my cummerbund on. There we go. Well, like let a me tree just... skirt. You know, I'm like a Christmas. You got a tree skirt. Yeah. Hold mm-hmm. up. Let me just cut up, catch up to my notes where it said AIDS cul-de-sac. <laughs> yeah. There mm. we go and check. All right, tick that box. Uh, well, we are funded by now. AIDS. Back to our full blown podcast. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, now full blown back to it. Um, so uh, these jobs of the future. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay out three futures for us to uh, to talk about, and then I'm gonna just kind of rapid fire off a couple of these uh, um, a couple of these jobs, some of these job titles, and we'll try and figure out which future these these uh, fit into, and we can talk about them a little bit. Um, the first up is going to be the easiest to do is um, what I'm calling our cybernetic tomorrow. Um, this includes uh, tech utopias, uh, space explorations, and retro future robot cities. Um, the the easy one for this, you want to come up with the job of the future for our cybernetic tomorrow, is add hover and then name any job. Mm-hmm. Hover right, exactly. or space. Hover or space. Grant's getting a little technical. Space would work. Uh, let's have space a round. Champion. Who's got one? Hover champion. A space champion. I like my I like uh, my outlook already. Yeah, Ben can hit it from any angle there. Hover accountant. Hover accountant. It's pretty good. Yeah. Hover AIDS victim. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Space AIDS victim, Matt. Come on. Do they space get, is that a job? I don't know. Okay. The the cybernetic future could be it could be um you know, it could be good or bad. It could be, you know, like uh, progressive or, you know, restrictive. Could go either way, but in general, when you're talking about the cybernetic tomorrow, you want um, you want to start with the the formula of a job that we value today, and then a thing not associated with that job, like uh, a mainframe surgeon, a, a power up mm-hmm. lawyer, or a robot mm-hmm. milk actor. <laughs> Wasn't exactly quite sure about that last one either myself. Um, well, if there's one thing I know, the future, the space future is going to be full of is mainframes. I mean, oh, oh. chock full. Are you Grant? Are you trying to tell me that we're gonna like somehow solve 
the the mainframe hacking epidemic? Like, won't they no. just be? <laughs> We're gonna solve world mainframe. It'll just get worse. Oh, okay. It will. It will get so much worse that actually, this is another thing. You can probably add a suffix to any job. Take any job. Add hacker at the end of it. Ooh. Grant, give that a shot. Uh, doctor hacker. Because <laughs> mm. doctors in the future, probably mostly robots, at least half uh, cybernetic. Let's give it the real test. They got to hack through your clothes. Like if you got a bunch of buttons and belts and shit on, they're like, oh, this is locked. We don't know the password. They got to hack. Mm. Them, I love you know? the idea that you're even trying to justify it. Let's, uh, let's give this the real test to Grant. Hover Robot hacker. milk actor hacker. <laughs> I don't think so. Something about that doesn't work. This has to be a typo. How about Someone must have hacked me. Can, can you just use the prefix and the suffix together with nothing, yeah. no context, no hover hacker, no, nothing, no space, space no hacker. substance hacker. in between? Oh, yeah, hover, hover hacker. hacker. Yeah, space hacker. I mean, yeah. I, that's probably most people. That's probably sixty percent of people in the future. Hover hacker in the future. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm going to quickly <laughs> apply to be a space hoverer uh, or hover spacer. Both work. Um, mm-hmm. Mm. So we get the idea. That's our like uh, technological cybernetic future. Uh, we also have the uh, the possibility of the apocalyptic future. Possibility. This includes um, blasted hellscapes, nuclear war zones, and plague blighted deserts. Um, all of these are good. And uh, the formula for our wastelandic careers is um, taking an object uh, that has no value and then adding a menial task. Uh, my examples Bible of this formula were dusting. Right. I was going to say scrap merchant, stump assembler, or sewage delivery boy. Um, Mm. These all kind of fit into the more bleak. And again, the apocalyptic future can be hopeful, but we do have a little bit more of a negative connotation to it. That's why this has all the the menial tasks. Um, Grant had a really good uh, uh, example of adding hacker to anything in the cybernetic uh, tomorrow. In the apocalyptic future, um, I'm I'm sure there's... uh, I'm sure there's some scrounger. sort of way that... Say, scrounger. Yes, I was about to say. I was about to say, you have to just work a scrounger in there. Mm. Uh, without, I, I hate to say it, scrounger, everything has a everything has a two-part system, but scrounger on its own is... Mm. Well, you can just be a general scrounger. Yeah. Or uh, you can, you can uh, you know, specialize. Yeah. Really stand out. Yep. I'm a tin scrounger. We were able to add hover to anything to be easy. Is there a is is there a catch all for the uh, mm. apocalyptic future? I was gonna say scrap pretty much fits. I mean, you could be a scrap doctor, or you can you be, be a, a mutant scrap lawyer. Mutant, mutant. Thank you. Suffix mm. and prefix. Mutant Supreme Court justice. The Gulch mutants are acting up again. So you see, you added at the end there, but you can be, uh, uh, of course. Uh, a mutant delivery boy or a mutant gig worker and a uh, mu- mutant Uber driver. See, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Mutant, great, Grant. That's uh, a good one. Nailed it again. I do like the idea of going to school for four years to be a mutant scrounger. Um, I did have one other future, uh, just as, because uh, those two can't be the catch-all for everything, you know. Those are our general, uh, our themes. Uh, but there is a third one in case uh, for things that slip through the crack, and this is the steampunk future. Uh, this mm-hmm. includes steampunk London, steampunk England, and <laughs> steampunk Victorian place. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So I mean, it's pretty clear it's either going to go good, we get the space future, or it's going to go bad, and we get the you know mutant future. 
But there is the there's like a, there's a small but real chance that things go weird, that we just mm-hmm. keep letting the steampunk weirdos just we just keep letting them <laughs> do whatever it is they're doing over there. Because if you don't want to go mm-hmm. over there, are you kidding? Look at the goggles on that guy. No, you let him go over there. <laughs> but who knows what they're doing over there? They could be planning the new world order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, well, we'll hear it coming a mile away as it whistles uh, and bellows, and uh, <laughs> it will be it will. Uh, be as like visually striking as possible. You really won't be able to miss it. Yeah. Whatever it is, will go. Ah, oh, what in the? <laughs> okay. Well, that must be the New World Order mm-hmm. with a brilliant color palette of uh, from bronze to leather. Uh, yes. <laughs> the color you can imagine between in that spectrum from brown between to taupe here to... and right here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the hues. Every shade of brown to taupe to tan. Don't forget brass. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I have a collection of. Um, so we understand this is how uh, the future the future naming convention works, and I have a collection here of uh, a variety of times, a variety of jobs, and we're gonna we're gonna go through them one by one, and we're gonna first decide exactly um, which uh, which future this belongs in: the cyber future, the desolate future, or the steampunk future. You know, this works like fuck Mary Steampunk. Um, <laughs> I did once, and she was a handful. Let me Sorry, that's another story. <laughs> Too hot to handle that? Did you get burned? It took a while to fire up her a boiler. More moving gears than <laughs> I expected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Burn your dick on the man. Once you got the boiler going. Yep. All right. So, um, the first job I have, uh, which could be. Cyber, desolate, or steampunk, and it could go in any of them. I'm going to propose the job of a memory mechanic. Where do we think this one falls? Cyber, in a cyberpunky. Seems like, like it, but it could be post-apocalypse where like you have memories you don't want anymore. They just like <laughs> smash you on the head with a wrench. You're either dead or probably uh, maybe you forgot. Okay, okay. Or this could be like some bullshit whimsical steampunk thing. Like, he's a memory mechanic. He needs no manual. He knows it all from his memory. See how much you hate it? (laughs) Now I'm going to punch everyone I see wearing a top hat for the next month. (laughs) Even if the top hat doesn't have gears and steam coming off of it, it's close enough. You're too close. Yep. I do like that this fits into all categories. And I tried to to make most of these generalized so that they would fit in. But uh, your vision... Just uh, let's 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 have a vote. What's your vision of a memory uh, mechanic, and where does it fit? I mean, I'll probably vote for cybernetic future. Cyber Ben? Yeah, yeah. I, I say cyber because as you call it, like the good one. It's like there's going to be like Elon Musk the seventh, you know, and there's for every one of him who has like. Uh, you know, a well-appointed villa at the, or some penthouse on the, you know, 450th floor of a building above the smog. There's a bunch of people down in the smog and there's the people who have to like polish his weird humps and folds and stuff like that. So there's going to be some really greasy motherfucker that you can meet on the street to get you a memory of something that you like. Yeah, yeah, right? If you've got 40, 40 credits, you can get anything you like. It's one of those kind of gross things. So <laughs> I think he, he's in the, the cyber future. You just described advertising. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Matt, where do you fall? No, I think it's steampunk. You can't have that word mechanic and not be steampunk. And Fair a memory enough. mechanic is probably just like uh, someone who's built this like elaborate 
pop-up photo album of your memories and like uh you know <laughs> gears are turning and it's like mm. you remember this you know yeah i changed my this vote is the first months. time you masturbated <laughs> in a public place people are pretending they don't notice you and yeah. we've gone steampunk all right <laughs> the work bathroom was not as private as you thought ben mentioned greasy earlier and i want to move on to a gear greaser gear greaser a gear mm, so greaser. I don't, That's got to be wasteland. I mean, mm. Mad. If the Mad Max series has taught us anything, that you know, oil is the most precious commodity in these post-apocalyptic times, and and grease and and all the the, the few running machines that they have are symbols of power. So you got to keep those things running. You need a gear greaser uh, to, to keep that keep that engine running and. Since there won't actually be grease, it's going to turn out to be something you know, far more <laughs> sinister, <laughs> like the semen of uh, right. alien cum. I mean, I was going to say, boys, probably in neither the uh, post-apocalypse or the space future will there even be gears. And this is probably because the steampunk future will have stolen all of them so they can put them on their goddamn top hats and fucking waistcoats. <laughs> the gear shortage. It's just it's going it's gears everywhere over there. Uh, I don't think it can be anything but steampunk. All right. I think this is a trick question, and this is really, this is from the 90s. This is a guy who lubricated gerbils. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, Ben was right this round. Uh, next, uh, speaking, <laughs> God damn it. Speaking, next job, whole doctor. Hmm. Whole doctor. Interesting. This isn't a thing that exists now. This, uh, we've already, I don't know if the, the omnibudsman, uh, is is listening, but we've already talked about this on a real early episode of the podcast. The whole doctor is the one who sews your fuckhole shut. Ah, in the wasteland future, absolutely. In the post-apocalyptic yes. wasteland, that would yes. be that would be his his profession. Yes, three hundred episodes ago, we were sewing fuckholes already, <laughs> and arguably right we peaked. Gate. We arguably peaked. This is someone who lives. Probably within a three-block radius of Corey in Los Angeles in current times, and mm, they yeah. will come over. And if something looks funny about the hole in your yard, man, they'll like know how to like fix its spirit. Like you can see that it has a bad energy right now. <laughs> I was about to say you had me at hole in my energy because that's the last place I wanted a hole. Mm. <laughs> so that's I the mean, last I would place. Pay you any, need one. Like right now, Ben. Ben, mm-hmm. if you know a place near me, that'd be great. Um. <laughs> Moving on, next job, uh, job of the future. Uh, this one, uh, it's a little bit of a softball. Copper pipe specialist. <laughs> <laughs> Copper pipe specialist. Now, oh, I, this is the thing. It, yeah. it is not the steampunk future, almost objectively. It, it cannot be, because you wouldn't have to be a specialist in copper pipes in the steampunk future. It's like... Because it, it's so general? <laughs> yes, everyone know. What do you talk... What, Everyone, everyone with a first grade education has already learned the, all the ins and outs of copper pipes, and there's really just the in yeah. and the out. I mean, that's really all there is. <laughs> I mean, that's, Grant knows a thing or two about copper pipes. I can see you're currently a specialist. Yeah. Well, just don't take a look at any of my waistcoats or top hats. Just don't look at them too close. <laughs> I'll still continue to rail against steampunk. Well, you know. I really thought this one was one of those basketball shots that's easy to make. Mm-hmm. Um, but Grant has really made me think about this. Yeah, I, I think this is a politically correct way to 
a politically correct way to describe a meth addict. So this is a wasteland future job. Copper pipe specialist. Mm-hmm. There you go. I was going to say that's not that they're here today. I, there's some <laughs> copper pipe specialist uh, who stripped a construction site in my neighborhood. So. <laughs> <laughs> the whole construction site's up on blocks now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, ooh, Fence neighborhood's going down. all around it. Yeah. Uh, let yeah. me see if I have... <laughs> you built your house out of copper. Do I have catalytic <laughs> converter relocator on here? Nah. Uh, <laughs> pretty much the same job. Pretty much the same job. Uh, mm-hmm. Moving on, next job. Um, time travel guide. This one, this one I feel could go a lot of different a trick ways. Question. <laughs> this is a trick question. Time travel guide. All of the above? <laughs> yeah, I think you can find one for all of the above. Do you want to take a take a specific one, Matt? Oh, well, I was thinking like, don't they just use their time machine to travel through the oh. from the cyber <laughs> future to then the, the, when the, it goes wrong, the wasteland, and then like oh. they can go back and forth. <laughs> I was thinking like in wasteland, this is the guy that hits you over the head with a wrench if you're not having a good day. You're like, yeah. this fucking sucks. Like, all right, fast forward, <laughs> <laughs> whack. You just yeah, you go. There's a cave. There's a sign that says "Time Travel Specialist." Arrow pointing into the cave. Yeah, I don't know how much longer you I can go take. in there, and it some amount sucks. of time later, you come out. You don't know when. Yeah. <laughs> Still, this. God damn it! All right, what about podcast might exterminator? Hmm. Because I can imagine a, a desolate wasteland where I'm broadcasting a, like five watt radio tower, and I'm covered in mites. But still talking about <laughs> movies and how they got made. Yeah, I mean, in any one of these, any one of these future scenarios, we're going to need podcasters, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, clearly. And we're going to be covered in mice. I'd say I mean, it's the most, most indispensable of all professions. <laughs> yeah. Or is this like a, a future where the world's been overrun by some sort of insect overlords and it's like, oh, I'm covered in fucking podcast mites. They're fans. I love it. I appreciate oh, it. Wow. Emails are great. Okay, okay. The one thing I know is I don't think this one is very steampunky unless any of you can make a, an argument no, for I don't, it. The steampunk people, they seem to be interested in like propulsion and mechanics. They don't seem to be interested in like, rec- you know, recording of audio or video things. That doesn't seem to fit into steampunk. So, Speaking yeah. of propulsion. I think they could have a spaceship that's just one big gear with like a copper pipe glued to it. But I don't, I don't think they have recording of anything. Someone has like a big, a leather satchel full of Joe Rogan wax cylinders or something like that that they're like, oh, I've been meaning to get to these. I'm a few episodes mm-hmm. behind. Although maybe they do, maybe they do, or maybe you like you were, you would speak into like a big long like brass you know horn kind of thing, like the other end of a, like a Victrola kind of thing, and you speak into that, and then some gears turn somehow, and then some kind of weird black box machine just magically records it could be that you need to have you need to have the recording studio where there's like one of those brass audio horns like on a Mm -hmm. boom mic for for you and for the guest yes (laughs) and you're selling uh growth powder and boner pills and and nothing has changed exactly just as huge brass horns like on your head with the big like headphone uh right (laughs) so you've got two for headphones you're speaking into one and for some reason there's one of those jacob's ladders with the electricity Mm -hmm. i know that that's not steam but it looks cool though uh, speaking of steam, the next job we have on our list, and then again, could go anyway, steam-powered air balloon driver. <laughs> <laughs> well, not steampunk for sure. No. Nah. Nah. Uh, I'd go space future because this is like the handsome cab of the space future. And it's, oh, oh, look at this. You it's take your date on air balloon. Yeah. Uh, In Space uh, Central Park, you you're going to take, take her on an air balloon ride. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Hover Central Park. Thank yeah, you. Hover I was going to do both Park. of those. You guys are great. <laughs> uh 
Let's go uh, invisible food manufacturer. Well, I mean, space feature, clearly they're going to be eating invisible food. Nothing mm-hmm. but pills. And uh, wasteland feature, they're clearly not going to be eating any there's food at gonna, all. They're not going to be any, gonna be any food. Nothing, but yeah, nothing you got to think like some, so you some dream. warlord is uh, convincing people that there's actually food, it's invisible, mm-hmm. and you know, it's power play. Yep. Torag the Horrible is here with the new day. My predecessor was giving you no food and only char- and charging you exorbitant fees to get at the little food we had. Torag's making you pay to not eat. Start paying. So, yeah. It's like uh, <laughs> an invisible food manufacturer is needed. You have to pay to not eat there. Yeah. While we're, um, you guys, everyone grab a big uh, a double helping of invisible food because uh, our next job on the list is spaceship licensing professional. Spaceship. It sounds futuristic, but think of the hellscape of, like, the DMV. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay. You want off this planet? Uh, you need a Form 26F. Okay. Until then. In the blue line. No, this is the red line. Until then, blue go line. scrounging, yeah. That's not my yeah. problem. I mean, I'm not in charge of that sign. No, this great, is the great, red great. line. Just rewind that, rewind that. You got to get in the hover line. No, this is the space line. This is the space line. (laughs) Everyone, remember we parked in the hover lot. I'm hovering. No, it's the space line. (laughs) Where are we we following on general on spaceship Mm. licensing professional? I mean, I I hesitate to call it one of those easy basketball shots, but it's probably the space future. Yeah. One of those super easy basketball shots. Touchdown. What about, uh, and this one sounds futuristic, but uh, again, we, we're all creatives here. Four-dimensional pole dancer. Hmm. I got I to gotta think by the time uh, Steampunk Future comes around, th- those, uh, those gearheads will have figured out uh, how to build that fourth dimension. So I'm going to... Imagine like a music box them. where there's a bunch of them moving around through each other. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a badass Wasteland Kung Fu movie. Like in the pole dancer, he's just like a fighter, but he's got like a four-dimensional pole that he can beat the shit out of people with. So, but he, it's a dance, you know? So he doesn't even have to swing it because he already swung it an hour ago at you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. The trick is that I swung it an hour ago before you got here, dumbass. And the guy's like, wait, what? Blam, mm-hmm. dappy duck in the face. No, you didn't. <laughs> Look, ow! Yeah. <laughs> I can get behind that one. Uh, this one, uh, I have a feeling I know which way this one goes. Space pirate. I don't think... Uh... Steampunk people want space pirates. I think they want regular pirates, but with like a steam-powered brass, you know, peg leg. That that you know, but they got to be on the high seas or copper. Could be hot copper. air balloon, airship, sure. Space, uh, it's a little too Not far. Space, yeah. Sky pirate, maybe. Yeah, hide oh, yeah, your gears. Yeah. It's steam pirates. That works. Saltwater pirate for sure, but probably not space pirate. Okay, so it's and everyone's a pirate in the wasteland features. So there's no reason to even call it out. So I don't think it. Uh, <laughs> they just call you a space. <laughs> Makes a good point. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, speaking of uh, everyone's around, how about alien interpreter? I could see it in a wasteland because there's mutants, and I mean, an alien interpreter. I guess that's not mutant interpreter. It could be aliens too, Ben. A lot of things could waste that land. Okay. Okay. Uh, isn't it assumed that we caused our own demise in this apocalypse? It is, but it is also assumed that a, an intelligent species would take the upper hand and enslave us for mining cobalt right about then. Could be a twist ending <laughs> where we don't actually do it. We're just about to. And then before we have the chance, 
I mean, we're clicking the trigger of that gun, trying as hard as we can. It's just <laughs> the only way that happens if if somebody pulls a "you can't fire me, I quit" on us because we're right, we're handing the slip right then. Like, look, I'm sorry, your performance has been no. Wait, wait, you do it. Shut up, you can't fire me, I quit. No, no joke. I love Grant's uh, idea about sliding into uh, servitude, but guiltless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Turns out it wasn't guiltless. Can't blame like guiltless enslavement. Yep. Mm-hmm. Heads high, guys. Well, not too high. You'll get you'll get whipped. <laughs> no. Um, perhaps by our next. Uh, perhaps by the next job on our list, lizard advocate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, whenever the lizard people do rise up, do we assume that that like uh, is the prediction of the lizard people theory that there will be like a, an apop- apocalypse? So, you know, a future post-apocalyptic world involves lizards uh, and and their need for advocates like i'm i'm from a dryish desert place and there's lizards everywhere like i don't imagine that like like uh maybe your maybe your bright future has access to water but not the way we're going out here so i imagine it's lizard advocates are you know essentially alien interpreters for the dry dusty overlords of our deserts well lizard ad lizards could just be a term for a certain type of mutant in the wasteland future mm-hmm. right people who have had sex with the lizard and the children are a little lizardy I could be just like a lawyer. Like the lawyers happen to be lizards and they're an advocate, you know. Is they're the only ones who can titles. afford law school yeah. anymore. I'm a lizard advocate. So you've got your like band of uh, last surviving humans and you're like, now look, the lizard people, you might think that they're so different, that they're so, so you're advocating for them, you know. You're like, they're, they're you think they're so different, they're so weird. Look, they're not that crazy. I say we eat them just like anything else we find. So you advocate for uh, catching and consuming the lizard mutants that you find. Lizard advocate. I love how this is becoming try and fit it into each category. I'm a big fan of this. Um, I'm. Uh, you would say that I'm an advocate of it. And if it were a lizard, I would be a lizard advocate. But I'm not. I'm moving on to our next job. Um, next job on the list. Steam-powered mechanical spider pilot. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, what future best suits Will Smith? I think it's more of a Wild West kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like not so much yep. future, but... Mm. Well, that that's most like a wasteland, though, right? Whatever it is, it better. it's probably powered less by steam and more by uh, racist jokes that fall flat. Um, <laughs> next job on the hmm. list, uh, automaton repairman or repair person. I mean, that's got to be steampunk. In the, in the space future, they're going to use a much dumber word, a much more annoying word for automaton. What mm. word are they going to use steampunk. for automaton? Uh, it your... could be anything, but I mean, in, this, in the steampunk future, they're calling it automaton in the steampunk future. And in the wasteland future, if you try to say a word with that many syllables, they'll just kill you. Yeah. They'll <laughs> they accuse you of having yourself. teeth and being a witch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Syllables will be precious in the future. <laughs> yes, they must be husbanded. We can't afford to use so many. We must so husband many. our syllables. <laughs> in bed, him speak, crush now. Mm-hmm. Um, See, Corey? No, you shouldn't have said now. It's already implied. That's one ex- one wasted syllable. Grant, Crash. I'm a congressman. I'm, I'm a pillar of our community, Grant. Yeah, I'm a lizard advocate. Uh, next job on the list, uh, and this one this one took me by surprise too. Green glass supplier. I feel like you could decorate a dirigible with uh, green glass. Oh. You know, kind of give it a, a sure. nice uh, artisan look. I could also see that being a valuable... Which is why uh, I'm going cyber future. I was going to say, you could be a valuable jewel uh, in our uh, yeah. dirt scavenging... Or That's scrabbling, true. Uh, yep. Here I have pretty rock. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know what we could do with all that green glass? We could probably give it to the next job on our list. Um, we got a couple more here. We got getting near the end of the list. The next one is haberdasher specializing in elaborate mechanical jewelers loops for top hats. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that's the wasteland, but why? Uh, yeah, mechanical jewelers, jewelers loops, top hats, steampunk. Yeah, has to be. Steampunk. There's no way. Um, In the modern steampunk cosplay kind of world, somebody makes those things, right? There's a a guy. Do you think that there's ever, like, two people went into top hat loops? Not like a a regular, there's monocles and there's top hat monocles or something like that. There's, or jeweler loops. There's a guy who makes jeweler loops and there's one who makes it specifically for top hats. Is there a second guy who then gets in later making them for top hats too and goes to the conventions? And then they, you know... Have some there sort of crazy rival uh, rival constructors. I tell you uh, what, I'm sure I can guarantee that there is more than one person holding their top hat that they've hot glued a gear onto and a jeweler's loop, looking at someone else with the same top hat and going, "I thought of that first. Oh yeah, for sure. They go out and they get a switchblade, let the air out of their balloon uh, in the parking lot. <laughs> 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 Let the steam out of this powered switchblade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah they, sure. they hold it over a pot of boiling water for a while, and eventually <laughs> the it knife slowly open. comes up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's whistling somehow. Who closed the damper of the firebox on my steam engine? <laughs> uh, all right, last three. Um, last three, and we're rounding this off. Uh, mustache carver. Hmm. Are mustaches so thick and plentiful in our futures that they must be carved? Or is that our only way of grooming them in our apocalyptic... Could be a mutation. Right? Uh, could be a mutation. Okay. Yeah, one of those stone stashes. Mm-hmm. It could be all we have to eat in the future and somewhat we need a proper butcher. I was butcher. thinking that, you know, the crumbs of from someone's mustache need to be recycled. Uh, we need someone to carve that out for yeah. the next meal. So I'm going yeah. wasteland. I mean, also you want to... Ma- you want to Mount Rushmore and leave, like, a monument. You want to let people know it was important to us. Mustaches should be up sure. there. Sure. And yeah. Mount Mushmore. take more than one guy. Mount Mushmore. Thank you. Um, second from last, Sprocket Tuner. I don't, I don't know if steampunk people say sprockets. I do know that in the Jetsons future, which is basically the space future, they, there's a place called Spacely's Space Sprockets. So This one I thought was the most all three of all of them. Uh, well, maybe the next one is. Maybe the next one's the most unique and neutral. But um, this one, I thought sprocket tuner. You got spacely sprockets. I mean, yeah. yeah. You got sprockets that are not going to be in tip-top shape in our apocalyptic world. And a man that knows how to tune them would be way high of value. And then you have a sprocket tuner, which is just someone with hot glue. Mm-hmm. And then, ironically, someone tunes them and then plays some bullshit musical instrument that's made of only sprockets. In the steampunk world. Right. That would be like, because uh, I play a, a, a Sprockets Accord in um, uh, some steampunk future. Yep. I just don't think they'd call them Sprockets, so I'm going in space, because I watched the Jetsons once. Mm-hmm. Grant's got more viewing experience than all of us, so I'm saying mm-hmm. he's right. <clears throat> all right. Our last job on the list uh, that could go into our cybernetic future, our apocalyptic future, or our steampunk future... The last one on the list, submitted by uh, my daughter, small robot butler who lives in a delicate brass birdcage. 
<laughs> it said brass. You got you. You had me at brass. That's steampunk. <laughs> Could have gone anyway up until brass. Could be, but I mean, I can see all three. I mean, all three can make yeah. a pretty strong play here. Yeah, I think in the wastelands, it's like the one little like delicate toy that was a Victorian thing, but it somehow survived. Uh, it's some uh, wind up mechanical little uh, bird or a bird cage with a tiny little butler man in it or something. And the warlord likes it or like one of those children who has like crazy mutations, but can see the future likes it or something like that. <laughs> I- I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. As good so as we've it talked gets. through a couple jobs. We've kind of put them into futures. <laughs> uh, we can pick our own future and we can pick our own jobs. Let's go with uh, the job. Let's let's go. Let's wrap this up with a quick round table of uh, our jobs of the future uh, that uh, that we would choose. Um, anyone want to go first? Sure. They always talk about how data is so important and like data mining and and uh, data analytics and all of this. Data is the future. Data is the future. Look, everybody's looking at those glorious jobs, but somebody's got to make the data. I'm going to be a data maker. I'll make the data that then they need. They're going to analyze or something. You know, someone's got to do it. I'll be the guy. <laughs> then sitting there, he's like 10 degrees, 16. But just all kinds of data. I can make all You tell me what Reddish kind of data color. you're looking for. Just exactly. Filling up a, a sure. I, I can do it. I'll, I'm your man. See, I'm, I was kind of thinking the same way along those lines, Ben. You know, somebody's got to do this thing. They're worried about our jobs being displaced, but you know, Mm. who's going to then work on the next, what's the next generation. Right. So Ben, I I was kind of thinking the same way, but you're playing checkers and I'm playing chess Mm -hmm. in 3d. (laughs) Um, so right now, a lot of customer service jobs are being automated, right? There's kiosks everywhere. You go into McDonald's order from a kiosk, you go to the grocery store, self-checkout the damn machine is replacing the people so then you think oh i gotta stay one step ahead and you might say oh i'm gonna be the person that works on the kiosks right they're gonna break down and then somebody's gonna need to repair them but one more step ahead of that think further think about your future and your retirement i'm gonna be a kiosk repair robot repair person Ah. So I'm going to work on the robots that will surely re- be repairing the mm-hmm. kiosks. And that way, you know, somebody's got to do the job, right? So who's going <laughs> nice to repair those robots? Inevitably. Nice move. repair those robots? It will stop there. Can you think of a more miserable job than repairing a kiosk? Ugh. <laughs> Side note, what beats what? 3D chess or 4D checkers? Like if you had, if you had a fourth D for the checkers <laughs> then, is that one up or? Gentlemen, I'm playing 1D backgammon. I'm going to go data forger. I'm going to be down in the data forges, just like smashing big hammers on them, heating it up, wiping my big meaty for, forearms. My, oh, my forearms are going to be like Popeye. Everyone, Everything else will look exactly the same. But my forearms, <laughs> holy shit, yeah. from the data forging, uh, that's what I'm going to do. And I think that will lead me directly to the steampunk future. You forge 16 rows, what do you get? Anyways. Something about hexadecimal. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Grant's got hexadecimal Ryan, lung down there. Get um, bit. Again, I wanted to make sure that my uh, my future job would be future proof, working for a cybernetic future, an apocalyptic future, or even a steampunk future. I've decided to pursue pursue a course and a career in being a wealth taster, uh, <laughs> much like a poison taster for kings back in the day. Uh, I will be a wealth taster. 
and uh, uh, I will be given money to buy uh, and experience luxury items for the ultra-rich uh, ultra uh, or our warlords or AI corporate execs, whatever they are. And uh, they will be able to see whether or not it pleases me or if I'm moderately uh, uh, bored with it. Uh, that way they can uh, only, that way they're only uh, experiencing the, the most luxurious and wealthy things. And I feel like I can get that to work for a week or two. Well, little Captain Travis, what sort of future do you prefer? We want to know. We want to hear from you. We are on the email now. And uh, we want to hear from you. Are, are you our loyal cousin, J. Paul H.? Send us a note. How are things? How's the kid? Mm-hmm. Let us know. Email us. We're at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. And if you're thinking about your future and maybe ways to better it, then uh, follow us on Instagram and you can get a course or you can learn, train yourself up in gun repair, TV VCR repair, or hell, mm. even just get your degree. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. We're at Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says, we're on the social media of the future. Mm-hmm. We're on threads. Hover threads. Oh, no. Never uh, follow us Scrap over on threads. Space Threads. Scrounge. You can see pictures of hacking into the cobalt mines, wearing our copper top hats. We're on threads at Free Legal Advice Podcast. Yeah, and if you like the show and our cousin J. Paul H., is it weird that we have the primary communication of our relationship through a podcast? Email <laughs> us and uh, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Also, if you like this show and uh, would like to pretend like this is our job, tell people this is our job until we get paid for it. <laughs> Fuck that. Just pay us for it. <laughs> you don't have to tell anybody. <laughs> Just pay us money. <laughs> hey, you don't have to tell anyone shit. <laughs> We're saving you time. Just give us money. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 209. Our last show was the wedding of beloved listeners. Uh, oh, yeah. L and D old H. Uh, <laughs> it was their wedding. And Corey it was their had, wedding. Uh, yeah. Matt, can you play bass? And I I've had literally never played bass, but... If we're telling you that learning guitar is easy, learning bass is really easy. It's like, how hard can it be? It's one note at a time. It's literally one note. Um, So, yeah, I was happy to uh, learn and play along. And at their wedding, my sweet, sweet bass licks. This is a tale as old as time. Everybody knows it. I've probably told it a hundred times. My sweet, sweet bass licks uh, went right to the heart of a young, soon-to-be Mrs. Seifker, because uh, at that wedding, uh, I reconnected uh, with uh, my now wife, and uh, we're married because of my sweet, sweet bass licks. I've heard that story many times. Matt, as much as I would like to think that anyone from Pete's Garage got laid because of being in the <laughs> band, um, if you, do you podcast prep in your sleep, like sleep talking, <laughs> or you had this conversation because I received a text earlier <clears throat> uh, uh, the comment that I'm told to read should you make the statement. Oh, God. Although I remain a loyal and longtime fan of musical stylings of Pete's Garage <laughs> in all and of its many uh, iterations, there is no evidence to support any claim of seduction related to Matt's contributions. <laughs> if anything, we are married in spite of his bass plan. <laughs> Signed and notarized. 
Mrs. E. Ashley G. Seifker. The Seifker is silent. (laughs) 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 I would argue with that, but she got it notarized. Damn, there's there's no arguing that. I mean, legally, we're screwed. We got nothing. Turn internet over.